Howdy, listener, and thanks for tuning into our podcast, The Movie Log, A Journey Through Cinema. My name is Izzy. And my name is David. Each week, one of us will pick a movie that the other has not seen. We will deep dive into our individual takes and historical background of the movie. Please subscribe to our podcast and follow us on Instagram at TML A Journey Through Cinema and Twitter at TML A Journey. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's B-Roll bonus episode. Throughout the season, Izzy and I, as we were doing our episodes, would have these questions that didn't really pertain to anything in particular. They were just brought up. So we recorded some of them, and we are presenting them in these bonus episodes. Hope you enjoy them. To start off this week's episode, the question was, what is your three favorite films? All right, Izzy. So, what are your three favorite films? I know this is a moving list, and as we watch more films in our lifetimes, things get altered. But right now, what are your three favorite films? Moonstruck, obviously. Uh, it's a Nick Cage share film. What's not to love? Uh, Almost Famous. I don't know why, but that's always been on my favorite list. I really like watching it when I'm in a stressed out mood or a happy mood or a sad mood. I love when I'm in, in extremes. I like watching Almost Famous and I think it's because it's a movie that's built around extremes and people pretending not to feel those extremes. Also, Trolls, the movie Trolls right now is one of my favorites. That's a wide selection. As my dad knows, but you guys might not know, my like favorite character right now, the character that I really like, I'm drawn to in cinema is Poppy. Uh, from Trolls because she's pink and she's bright and she's bubbly and that's at least what I strive to be. So I just I connect with her on a on a spiritual level and I just really love that even though she's optimistic, she never really lets she never lets the world get her down. But she's a realist, which I really enjoy. So that's kind of why I like Trolls. It's a fun kids movie, but they don't they don't shy away from the sad. So what are your favorite three movies that you enjoy? So this question, as you know, when you brought this question up earlier in the season, I literally looked at you and I went like, what do you mean? Like my three favorite Westerns, my three favorite crime films, my three favorite musicals. I mean, what are you talking about? I mean, I was like, my, no, my all three, of those yeah. and to three, only three movies. Yeah. And I was like going, oh my gosh. I mean, I don't know. Three favorite samurai films, three favorite. I could go on and on. And so I was really kind of going, ah, with this list. So I kind of fell back to what were some of the films that in the last year and a half, because of everything that was going on, that I went back and watched, either by myself or with the family. And so the first one I have to say is probably the movie I have to give a lot of credit to as for why I like cinema so much is Raiders of the Lost Ark. I remember seeing that back in the day, really having that film make an implant in my brain, how you can make a film that not only looks really good, because I think a lot of people tend to forget the cinematography in that film, and some of those scenes that were shot in the desert are just amazing, but the, the film itself is looks great, it feels great, it has a light air to it, but it still is a fun adv- adventure with some serious moments. The next two... Seriously, I've gone back and forth a lot on 
so I am going to go right now. Just say it. Just say it. I'm probably going to say the good, the bad, and the ugly. I, I really enjoy most of Sergio Leone's films. I enjoy uh, Once Upon a Time in America, Once Upon a Time in the West, for a fistful of dollars and for a few dollars more. And I would argue that if I'm on some levels for a few dollars more is like him at his best because he hasn't, he's not making the super long film at that point. So, but it's really well made. And, but there's something about the good and the bad and the ugly. When you watch that last scene, when you watch the whole, the whole, the whole movie together, the, the epic nature of that film. It, so right now, I'm going to say the good, the bad, and the ugly. Tomorrow might be another one, but right now, the good, the bad, and the ugly. And then for comedies, a lot of it's hard to get comedies onto a best list because so many comedies are of their time. And one of the few comedies that you can rewatch in today's world and even have have different meanings brought out in that film, I would say some like it hot. So. I really enjoy that film. I go back and I watch that film. Some of the jokes, uh, I don't know how they land today because you have to kind of know cinema history to know some of the jokes. So we figured out what your favorite films are. Was it just as hard for you to figure out your least favorite list? No. Okay, well then, <laughs> what are your least favorites? Well, it was it was actually quite funny because I thought, I thought it was going to be hard. And then I realized there's these four or five films that I've ever since I watched them, I've just despised them. They just stick to you where you're yeah. just like, oh. and usually it's the, because of uh, the message behind the film and the filmmakers were more interested in making um, a film with a message than a film that was really good. And so my three least my three least favorite films, and ironically, they're from genres that are I really like. Uh, one is a sci-fi film, one's a historical war film, and the other is a western. So generally, I really like the, these type of films. And nope, these ones are pretty bad. Uh, number one, I would say for sci-fi, my least favorite film is Battlefield Earth. Uh, with John Travolta, one of the worst films ever made. There's actually a section in that film where I'm not even sure the filmmakers know where it's going on. Uh, in the middle, there it's just scenes and shots edited together. Then my the, the next least favorite film is Gods and Generals, which is a Civil War. I'm, I'm going to use this word, and it's a historical war film. It it is they're so set on the lost cause and telling you about how the lost cause myth through that entire movie that it they they bend history to make it work for them it is cruddy cruddy lazy historical writing it's almost the patriot with Mel Gibson almost made this list because that's a revolutionary war with movie with just as much lazy and cruddy writing guys in general. I cannot say enough about how bad that film is perpetrating historical myth after historical myth of the civil war. 
What? Well, I just thought it was funny that I changed my 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 reasonings on some of my list because I didn't want to offend anybody, and you were kind of just like, "Screw you if you believe in the lost cause myth, all well, guns blazing." Well, I know, I'm, but I have seen movies that take that myth into consideration and try to balance it out. This one does not even try to balance it out. So, and if you read history, the the film is not is not a really good representation of even the history it's trying to talk about. And then the third film for me is the western is the Alamo uh, with John Wayne back made back in I think the late fifties, early sixties, and it's another one of those American historical films. It's just big, bloated. I almost put Fall of the Roman Empire on this list, um, which is another big bloated film that has no life at all. Do you not enjoy them because they are movies that are subjects that you don't particularly enjoy? Like they focus on a on a, what you consider a myth and, or a subject matter or the message that you don't enjoy? Or is it because it's just a bad movie? Well, I think the thing is, is that they're badly made. Because the filmmakers are more concerned with the messaging and they're going to set the record straight type mentality. So the performances are stilted. The camera work is stilted. The scenes are stilted. They don't go together. They usually don't flow together. They usually put in things in there that don't put in scenes or plot points that don't work for the overall film. But they want to get them in there because they want to support their viewpoint. Uh, So usually by... 30 minutes into it, you can pretty much tell that this film is going to be a slog because it's, there's a lot of these type of films. I'm not, I'm just saying these are the three that I look at. These movies have been on my list for so long. That's why it was a relatively easy thing to do. So what do you, what's your least favorite? So one of my least favorite movies, I watched this one time at a sleepover, probably actually half of it during a sleepover. Uh, it's a Chris Evans, one of Chris Evans' uh, earlier stuff. It's called a Not Another Teen Movie. And it's a movie that I just cannot stand. And the reason why I cannot stand it is because it's making fun slash exaggerating the tropes and the body humor and things like that that I don't really enjoy in the 80s to 90s high school rom-com stoner movies. Uh, well, those are usually not. It was really taking aim at the nineties. Yeah. The, well, yes, it was taken a lot in the nineties, but those tropes did come from somewhere, and I just don't particularly enjoy it because it's not my brand of humor. It grosses me out. I like to watch movies while I'm eating, s- snacks, popcorn, dinner, breakfast. I just like watching movies while I'm eating, and those types of movies make me want to throw up. And if I'm make if I'm watching something and eating, it's not you know it's not an enjoyable experience for me. So why would I put myself in that situation? Uh, I also didn't like Warcraft as a movie. That was mm, yeah, that's another one. Yeah. No, no. Go oh, uh, yeah. It's just a. It's just a. We got it off one of those ninety nine cents Redbox deals, and I remember this vividly when Redbox was like a huge thing. We got one of those like nice ninety nine cents off your movie, so we got it for like twenty cents, and I thought we paid way too much for that movie because 
I can't even tell you the plot. All I remember is that the movie made no difference from the beginning to the end because they all it all started out the same. And the world agreed with me because they didn't continue down the Warcraft movie series that they planned out. So I did not particularly enjoy the Warcraft movie. I also didn't really enjoy um, all the boys that I loved before the second one in the series, and it actually kind of killed the series for me. And as people of my age, we have all gone on the internet and told told the world why we don't particularly enjoy the second movie, but I will reiterate, okay, if you're going to write a love triangle and her boyfriend's been a poo-poo head all movie and this second boy has been treating her with respect... um, validating her boundaries, being nice to old people, which is movie talk for saint-like person. And then she's like, oh, no, never mind. I have to stay with my boyfriend. My boyfriend and I are meant to be. It's just like, it was just one of those movies where I was just like, ugh. And that was, those are pretty much my three least favorite movies. So what films do you find yourself watching over and over again that may not be your like your most favorite films, but they're like the ones that you watch over and over again? Well, well, like I mentioned before, Almost Famous and Moonstruck are on my favorites list. I watch them constantly, and they were on Netflix on Prime for a really long time. And then when uh, Amazon put Almost Famous through a paywall, and I, I was so angry. <laughs> I was so angry. Uh, I was like, no! Um but also another kind of movies that I have been watching a lot recently, especially since this world has been in a crazy place, have been the feel-good comedies. And one of the movies that we've been watching as a family constantly is uh, Eurovision Song Contest. Yes. Yeah, we just, we love that movie. We love the soundtrack. We love the humor. We just, we're huge fans of that of this movie. So yeah, that would probably be one. Yeah, uh, for me, that'd make my list of a film that I watch over and over again. I think we've watched it four or five times in the last year. Well, it's only a year old, but yeah, we've watched it a fair amount of times this year. Another movie that I tend to end up watching a lot is The Martian. Yeah, that one's also a really good movie. And then I also end up I also end up watching a lot um, movies like older movies like Bringing Up Baby uh, or. Murder on, Murder on the Orient Express, or because those are movies that I watched a long time ago, and they're like comfort movies for me. Uh, I tend to watch films that are people overcoming things a lot, because those are usually when I'm having a bad day or having a bad week or a bad month. It's fun to watch a movie that where you're the characters overcoming things like The Martian and Ocean's Eleven and things like that where they're overcoming obstacles and then they, at the end, they come out at the end. So those tend to be the type of films I watch a lot of, but those are the ones that just popped into my head. Also, The Mummy. The Mummy with Brendan Fraser. That's also another movie that we all watch together, but that's also... It's more more you and your mom. Yeah, but I love that movie. Yep. Yeah. No, I really like that film, but that's, that's the one that you guys watch a lot. We hope that you enjoyed this B-roll just to to get to know us a little bit more and what we love and what we don't like about movies. And if you want to follow us on Instagram, we are at TML, A Journey Through Cinema. Also on Facebook, 
under the movie log. We really hope to hear from you. Stay tuned for more details of when season two is starting. I hope you guys all have a great day. Thank you.